recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Hey, this is Kurt Angle, and welcome to the Kurt Angle Show. Welcome to the Halloween edition of the Kurt Angle Show. That's right. I'm dressed up as an Olympic gold medalist, and here's a guy dressed up as my co-host, Paul Bromwell. <laughs> How you doing today, Paul? <laughs> I'm doing good, and man, I've been playing this part okay for a little while. But uh, man, I, hey, I'm ready to have a blast with you. So much to cover this week, but we are about to watch the Halloween edition, the spooktacular edition of SmackDown from 2002. And we're not going to delay. This is an hour, 22 minutes. We're going to go into some audio. We're going to back out. We're going to goof off. We're going to do the football stuff during it. We're going to watch a chocolate pudding match. So much shit is going to go down during this Kurt Angle show, and I can't wait for it. So, Kurt, oh, this is going to be one of our most fun shows. <laughs> so, without a doubt, I, it, it, it is. So, listen, first of all, uh, welcome. We're so glad to have you here with us. We had a massive show last week. We'll talk about that. But, Kurt, are you ready to jump into SmackDown? I'm ready. I couldn't be any more ready. Yeah, I'm sure. Let's get it going. SmackDown. If you want to watch it uh, on, you know, go back and watch it yourself. It's season four. It's on the on the cock, also known as Peacock. It is episode 44. Kirk can already tell I am so wound up for this episode. He's nervous. He is nervous <laughs> right now. It's a SmackDown October 31st, 2002. Uh, it was uh, taped right there, 2002. Van Andel Arena, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Your commentators are Michael Cole and Taz. It's it's a special show because SmackDown's having a Halloween party, buddy. And uh, I'm going to read Dave Meltzer's opening line, and then we're going to start watching it. He says, we open at the party with Ron Simmons as a pimp. He's yelling at a fresh maid, uh, at a French maid and a waitresses. He's yelling at him. Eddie Guerrero is coming in as Zorro and Chavo's in a sombrero. Stephanie. Looking great. This is Meltzer as a witch and showing off her, shall we say, cauldrons. Okay. That's what we're going to call them. Calls things to order. We need good organized fun around here and puts Ray Mysterio in the main event against Brock Lesnar. Kurt, are you ready to go? I'm ready, man. <laughs> He's blowing into his hands. He's fired up. He's excited. Let's start it off. I had to set the scene. It's Halloween party time on this Halloween edition of the Kurt Angle Show. Here we go. You know you was a little short last night, right? I want you to get out there and play that room like I told you to have my money for me tonight. You got that? Now you get this. Now get on out there. Bring me some great back. You know I don't like my... Oh, man. What? I'm going to score. Oh, <laughs> <You know. 
ladies and gentlemen. If I could have your attention, please. Welcome to the SmackDown Halloween party. Now, I know the people are just showing up and there's a lot more to arrive, but I figured I'd make this announcement early. Tonight's main event, in the spirit of Halloween, will feature a man who wears a mask 365 days out of the year. Tonight's main event will feature Brock Lesnar versus Ray Mysterio. Well, there we go. Right in the music. Now, Ray Mysterio here wearing a mask. He's already ready for Halloween. He fits in <laughs> right away. He's dressed up wearing his costume. But Kurt, let's talk about this. Do you remember this, this big Halloween spectacular? This is a long time ago. And were you having fun with this? Or were you like, damn it, I'm a wrestler. I, I want to uh, wrestle. Listen, we always do holidays. Um, Halloween, Christmas, uh, July 4th, uh, you know, you name it. Uh, so this was no different. Uh, we all knew it was going to be a Halloween special. So everybody's a little lighthearted, lighthearted, fun. The costumes, uh, are looking awesome. And, uh, this is just one of those shows, man, that it's going to be a good time throughout, but there's also a lot of great matches. We're going to get in the card edge versus Chris Benoit is going to kick us off. Uh, oh, oh, by the way, tonight, the trick or treat match, Tori versus Dawn Marie, Kurt Angle, I love going back to this era of wrestling. <laughs> and they're in a chocolate pudding match. Pudding match. <laughs> the stuff they used to do back then, man. <laughs> they can't. And here you are. It's Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero. We're also going to get on this card. This is an, an unbelievable car loaded with talent. It certainly is, man. Especially with me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this is going to be good. So listen, they're doing the intros. Here comes edge. Here comes Chris Benoit guys. We're going to go back and forth into audio and out of audio for the show. We're going to cut up. We're going to have some fun. Uh, but as they're doing the intros for this match, I thought we could go back and do some of the stuff that we normally do on top of the show as Kurt and I watch this together. Kurt, stop me and jump in. If you see something that you want to talk about as we're watching this. All right. Uh, but I got to talk about last week's show, Billy Corgan, Kurt, this is probably going to be one of our biggest shows that we've ever done on the Kurt Angle show when it's all said and done. Oh, it is. Billy Corgan, what a great guy. And uh, his contribution to pro wrestling has been nothing short of remarkable. I mean, this guy's like, he's like the king of entertainment. You know, he's a rock star. He's a NWA owner. <laughs> you know, this guy's doing everything, man. I mean, listen, you know, if you want ratings, if you want downloads, just have Billy Gorgon on your show. Okay. Because yes. my God, he, he's famous for smashing pumpkins. Well, he's helping us smash downloads, smash <laughs> subscriber counts, smash views or smashing it all. And his takes on Dave Meltzer, uh, over 50,000 views in just a few days, that clip, uh, from the show all over social media, his talk about Paul Heyman and, uh, you telling, you know, him telling Dixie, just give it to Paul Heyman. What are you doing? 
all the stuff he shared on the show has gone viral. And man, I can't thank him enough. Uh, you know, as this drops, their pay-per-view had just aired. We're recording prior to his pay-per-view. I'm getting the pay-per-view. That's how pumped up I was about that episode with Billy. And I haven't watched a lot of their uh, pay-per-views or bought them live. This one I'm getting, Salwin. And I would tell you, do the same. Not only for what Billy did on our show, but EC3. He was a great guest, too. And you really want to get behind kind of, I don't want to say the little guy, but the alternative. Uh, I didn't really see them do well. Well, I think they've uh, grown leaps and bounds. And I think this company is uh, going to continue to go upward. I really believe that. Yeah. Hey, big TV deal coming out and he wouldn't confirm or deny the network, but there's been, you know, just go to social or look, Google it and you'll see who, who the, uh, supposed partner that they have for TV. That's going to be big time for him. So a lot of fun there as we see Benoit take an edge into the corner. Um, my goodness, edge still getting it done in AEW. Uh, it's just so fun to go watch him back the talent, watch the talent level that was in WWE during these days, Kurt. Yeah. You know what I loved about this match? They started real basic. They did basic wrestling, headlocks, uh, working the arm, uh, you know, all, all that stuff, all that stuff that tells a good story in a match, working body parts. This is what these guys are doing, and this is why these guys were the best. I'll, uh, I'll read a little Meltzer notes here before we start doing some football stuff because we got to cover that this week too. But Meltzer said, feeling out process to start with Edge working on the arm but getting reversed into a headlock. They chop it out until Benoit gets sent chest first into the buckle for two. They're certainly taking their time here, and that should only mean good things. To your point, Kurt, uh, Edge drapes him ribs first across the top, misses a baseball slide, allowing Benoit to start on the shoulder. But, man, what about these two guys, in your opinion, Kurt, really help them separate themselves from the rest of the pack? Well, Edge was such an incredible af athlete. He he just was uh, a super athlete. And, and Chris Benoit so intense in his technical ability and wrestling there's nobody better so these two athletes uh they're the cream of the they're they're the top of the company you know they're the cream of the crop yeah i'm with you uh and we're we're gonna get to you because you end up getting involved here uh in this match and i guess they're gonna give you a cue cue to you know to you to do some stuff here so we'll get to that in a minute uh, the other thing I want to bring up here as we're watching this match to go back and forth, by the way, one of your favorite refs of all time in the ring there, Ryan Hebner. Yep. He he's working the card, working the working this match. Kurt, let's talk a little football. You want to do a little football talk while we yeah, watch sure. this? Let's do this. All right. So here's the deal. You didn't pick them, but your 49ers lost again. Your super bowl pick 49ers lost to the Vikings, buddy. Uh, you know what? I'm really surprised. I, what is I happening? Really, I don't know, man. The 49ers, they, they literally have the best team in the NFL. I don't know what's going on with them. Yeah, I saw uh, right before we jumped on, Brock Purdy's enter, entering concussion protocol most likely won't play this coming weekend either. Uh, okay. So there well, you I go. I won't be picking them this week. <laughs> I thought I'd tell you real quick. But you picked Kansas City. They won. So there you go. You're 9-4. and four. And then you picked the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, over the Rams, they got it done, but you know why you pick, remember why you picked them? Well, because they beat them in the seventies. Well, hell they beat them here too. And so you went to and out you're 10 and four Kurt Yes, on right. the season. So, uh, who are you picking this week? Angle lock and angle upset angle lock. I'm going to pick the dolphins over the Patriots. Okay. Now listen, the Patriots beat them earlier in the year. 
but I know the Dolphins are going to win because they got to win at least one of the two games. And the Dolphins have had an incredible year this year. And uh, you had the Patriots just coming off a big win against Buffalo. And uh, that was a surprising win. And and Dolphins with a big loss against the Eagles. So you think, hey, this is the rebound game, Dolphins over Patriots. Yeah, definitely. It's hard. It, it's hard though, too, when you pick the divisional games because you just never know. Yeah, they're, they're just you know that so the familiar. Games are actually more intense than any other games. They're so familiar with each other. It's hard, but you're going Dolphins. That's your lock. Who's your upset? <laughs> no, the Steelers. <laughs> why are they always not? They're always the underdog. <laughs> they're the underdog. I don't know why, but they are. All right, so you're picking the Steelers at home against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's been on a tear. They've won a few games in a row now here, and they're playing really well. Tony Khan's Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, you know, and so there you go, picking Pittsburgh. I can't, I can't razz you because they have been winning when you pick them. So yes, they have been. They'll continue to win. Well, yes, hopefully, we get more than just fourth quarter out of Kenny, and he puts a couple <laughs> quarters together. Or, or, uh, or TJ Watt. Uh, yeah, my God, you talk about an MVP of a team. If we didn't have him, we'd be screwed. <laughs> Holy shit. He might be the MVP of the NFL. <laughs> hey, my Survivor League pick this week, not that anybody cares, but I, I picked the right one again uh, last week. I picked Seattle. This week, I'm going Chargers uh, against the Bears. That's the Sunday night game. I'm picking the Chargers. I think they rebound from that loss to Kansas City, and I like them at home against Chicago. You know what? They played Sanders. really well against Kansas City. Yeah, it's time for them for a win, too. They got too many weapons. I don't get it. They got Herbert and, come on, they got Eckler and and Keenan Allen. They got some guys, some players. So I don't understand it, but that's my sleeper pick. Kurt, that's it. That's our football picks, and the match continues on with Benoit and Edge, and we got all of that in. So so this is good, man. We're having a lot of fun here. and But you can't, listen, anytime you get to watch a Benoit-Edge match, we win. Right. I mean, these guys yeah, are so yes. good. They are, man. They, you know what? They, they always put on their A game. They're very consistent and they're two of the best wrestlers in the WWE at this particular time. Yeah. A little blood here for, uh, for edge. I don't think that was uh pre- planned. Uh, it doesn't look like it was a clean cut, if you will. No for him. <laughs> yeah. Clean gig or whatever, what have you. But, uh, again, when you talk about Chris Benoit, we've, talked about him quite a bit here on the podcast obviously you know folks are familiar with everything there but you can't discount as you've said it before the matches that this man has under his belt like i said most most consistent and best wrestler i've ever been in the ring with he really is Uh, the guy has it all you know he would have been a bigger star if he had he's got the charisma he just doesn't have a he didn't have a lot of mic skills yeah but but what made up for it is in his in-ring work. I his mean, his charisma you know was crazy. He yeah. was the most sought after wrestler. Everybody wanted to work with him because he had chemistry with everybody. And his charisma was different, Kurt. I'll say it this way, maybe. It was his nonverbal charisma that was over yes, that was awesome. Yes, absolutely. His verbal charisma, right. But nonverbal, what he did in the ring, his body language, his intensity, how he hit, how he suplexed. I'm look at the chops at him. You think it's real. Oh, no doubt about it. That's the charisma that Chris and intensity that, uh, that Chris Benoit brought to the, to the ring. And we're seeing it here in this matchup with edge and, uh, and, and, and I love this because this is a television match. Yeah. Yeah. You know what they, they, 
for Halloween night, they really, you know, pulled out, out all stops. I mean, you know, you have me and Eddie, you have Brock and Rey Mysterio and Chris Benoit and Edge on one card. That's incredible. Yeah, on a te- television show. Um, you know, it, it's just, it is something here. So we'll continue to check in on these guys. I'll, uh, I'll share a few more Meltzer notes here. He goes, continues to go through the match. He said a drop kick, sent the shoulders into the steps while Michael Cole thinks might be a prelude to the cross face. Benoit sends the arm into the post and gets two off a suplex. They head to the corner with Benoit loading up a belly to belly suplex only to get countered into what looked like a super X factor. Right now we're watching it. He's got him in the cross face, but edge makes it to the ropes. Uh, he gets caught in some rolling German suplexes. Edge is okay enough to hot shot him onto the buckle and grab an edgematic for two. The spear is countered into the crossface. Here's those those Germans that Meltzer was talking about. We're getting to those right now. Edge grabs the referee for a unique idea. Uh, and buddy, you're about to be cued in because you're going to get involved here. Let's just take a listen to some of this match here. A flurry off that spear, but the miss, missile drop kick. saying that's it man turn out the lights the wolverine's gonna fly here he goes had the ring presence to roll out of the way at the last moment both men are down center of the ring and scouting the rabid wolverine had him had enough strength to get out the way two of the the best superstars in the wwe today Locked in a heck of a battle here tonight on SmackDown. Edge and Chris Benoit. Referee Brian Hefner at five. Which man will make it to his feet first? Which man will capture the momentum of the matchup? Seven! To the battle out here. Here we go, jump for jump. Oh, and Benoit sees the opening. Shoulder. back. Remember Chris Benoit's neck injury that kept them out of action for almost a year. Uh-oh, look out. Chris Benoit looked like he was going for a face Edge. Edge went top. He might get it. Oh, hits the leg. Benoit just gets the shoulder up. But look at Edge again favoring the left arm and shoulder that Benoit worked on early in the matchup. It's the fourth quarter right now, Cole, and both men know that. Who's going to suck it up and take this? Oh! Benoit whipped off the ropes and this goes Benoit again. And it's beginning to build momentum. Oh yeah. Spear time. Spear time. Edge is calling for it. Edge is stalking Benoit. How about that Edge's shoulder though? Can Edge do it? Right for the spear. Benoit counts. Close face. Edge has nowhere to go. Right in the middle of the ring just about. Edge desperately trying to make it to that bottom rope. as Chris Benoit. Pulls Edge back toward the center. Trying to keep Edge is trying to keep the legs in front of him so he don't have as much love as wrong. And a long through, and Benoit kept the cross face hooked. Will Edge tap out? Edge desperately grabbing referee Brian Hefner. Trying to hang out, trying to get to those ropes. It's a fight, it's a battle. What the hell? Wait a minute! It's Kurt Angle! Angle just pulled Benoit out of the cross face! What a collision by the tag team champions. 
What is Kurt Angle doing? I mean, Angle and Benoit. So, Kurt, I got to ask you, do you recall back being back and who's giving you the cue, telling you when to run out and all this back in the... Yep, Vinnie Mac. Okay. And, uh, I did not like that referee thing. I, yeah, just, I didn't either, where he twisted him around. What was that about? Yeah, yeah. He was, like, purposely trying to keep his back toward the ramp, and uh, it just didn't work out really well. Yeah, it it's didn't look good. The only down thing in this match. Smooth ending. Edge gets the pin, but you're right. It just looked clunky. So there you go. Edge uh, delivers, gets the big uh, win here, and uh, you get hit twice here, Kurt. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're out there for about five minutes, and you get you get knocked in the mouth a couple times. So, yeah, yeah, Edge beat my ass two spots. <laughs> there you go. Well, hey, we're headed back to some more Halloween chicanery, and we're going to listen to the audio. So let's All see right, what's going on. Like fun. Let's go check out the party. But they can't stand each other. Kurt Angle part Benoit on the matchup that these men meet right here. Uh, we'll get to the party after about 16 replays. So. <laughs> yeah. No, two then, months. There you are talking trash to your tag partner. Isn't that crazy? He's my tag partner. I caused him to lose a match. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ice is back with a new proposition. Your position is that of a failure. I'm a nail you to Jamie Noble's trailer. And then I dare you to run around and cause a scare. Give people the shakes and make them change their underwear. I'm on top. It's my fault that you're under there. You want a bear? Have ball, no shave his back hair. I'm fast. I gotta go. It's been a blast. Came out the locker room, stole Ray Mysterio's mask. Tried to get Taker's cast, but it was plastered on too tight. Beast, I gotta go about the hot wire's bike. I got a new gun. Where's Just gonna say, Kurt. Yeah, just gonna say, I hate you. Um, but John Cena coming in here as Vanilla Ice (laughs) and uh, debuting his rapping skills, which, by the way, allegedly saved his job back then. His rapping skills. Yes, it did. And you know what, John? You know what? He lit it up, man. Uh, He was so good at this. Uh, I'm surprised he, he didn't begin his career with this. It, like, what a great gimmick to have. You know, I know. Being able to rap. Yeah. Wait. I mean, come on, man. Well, hey, buddy, you did a little rapping in the ring for some stuff. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, but I didn't make it up. No, but he did good. <laughs> but you, right you held your own. <laughs> and then we had Tajiri. He's runs into Tori Wilson. She's dressed up as Xena Warrior Princess, but tells her, hey, I have a new girlfriend. This co-. And so he's like, listen. I'm going to go hit on May Young, who's dressed as Marilyn Monroe. Uh, uh, my God. You know, it's he, crazy. You could tell it was May Young by, by, by her back. Turn to you. 
I know. Oh, God. Let's see what's happening here. Oh, shit. I just totally hit the rewind button. All right. Hold on. <laughs> see what happens? I got so excited, Kurt. I totally blew it. Yeah, All right. What is that? That's, that's you, Paul. <laughs> wow. You really messed it up. Oh, shit, Kurt. Don't worry. There's Cena, and he's rapping, and I'm going to go forward here. There's Xena Warrior Princess. Um, there's Oh, here we go. I got to go back. Oh, Kurt, what have I done? Sorry, folks. All right, here we go. Angle, laughing about it. Big kick out of it. Big kick. You seen Angle? No. Huh? You seen Kurt Angle? Huh. Angle! The hell are you laughing at, boy? Angle! Here comes the beast incarnate. Let's hear what he says. Who are you supposed to be? Who am I? I'm the WWE champion, that's who. Buddy, that's one guy that isn't going to play dress up. Uh, no shit. <laughs> you get Brock Lesnar in a Halloween costume. I. Uh, <laughs> You've actually uh, done something incredible. All right, let's listen to him and Paul. Figure out how to address this with you all week. Because it's been eating me up inside. You know, when, when I was a kid, Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier had a boxing match. And, and they called it the Thriller in Manila. And the match was so brutal, so violent, that it beat the greatness out of both men. Neither man was ever the same. Well, this year's equivalent of the Thriller in Manila is called Hell in a Cell. And the two participants were The Undertaker and Brock Lesnar. Now, I saw The Undertaker last week. He wasn't the same man that he was walking into that cell. And Brock, Brock, you're not the same man either. We don't know the damage that that cell did to you yet. You won't go for any kind of tests. Brock, you wanna go, go, go. You, you wanna take on the big show and Brock, He's seven feet tall, and he's 500 pounds, and I know that you want to manhandle this guy to prove it to yourself that you can, but Brock, you can't manhandle the big show. And you can't suplex him, he's too big. And I don't think you can get him up for an F5. And if you can't manhandle the big show, and you can't suplex the big show, and you can't F5 the big show, Brock, Brock, you can't beat the big show. And I know that's not an assessment that you want to hear, but it's what you pay me for. And it's why people like me make decisions for people like you. All right, let's go back to what happened in the old uh, in the old Halloween party. You rip off the old uh, scream mask, Kurt. You still have the scream mask anywhere? No, they keep that shit for the archives. All right, the Derek. There's the answer to your question. <laughs> 
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. He doesn't have the screen mess. And my next question is a Paul Bromwell original do you still dress up to this day or have you dressed up since that party for Halloween, Kurt? Have I? We're yeah. not talking about the dress up you do in the bedroom either. We're talking <laughs> about specifically for Halloween. I actually dressed up as an Olympic gold medalist once. Oh my God. Here we go. Did you really Halloween. though? Yeah. 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 You put your gold on and your you sling up as me. <laughs> and you ran around with a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> And on your cart this year, you're probably going to be using that cart for Halloween, aren't you? The go cart. Oh yeah, we're going around the neighborhood in the cart. My kids are going first class, man. Everybody probably your neighborhood. They got to think. I'm going to make those little bastards walk while I drive. Yeah, you and Giovanni can just drive around and say and just sit at the end of the driveways and just follow them in the cart. And they'll be like, and your neighbors will be like, look, there's the there's the neighborhood douchebags on their golf carts, <laughs> while the rest of us walk and walk around with our kids. <laughs> have your name do you talk to your neighbors at all do they know you yeah yeah actually i was just with rich today man oh okay yeah he uh he has a really nice house too man very wealthy man uh but but really nice guy down to earth did he know you like who you were before ever meeting you as a neighbor yes yeah he okay he was a big fan and oh that's cool so that i mean that that scared me a little bit Right. But you know what? Honestly, he he's down to earth and he's a cool guy. And you know what? He does a bunch of favors for me. I mean, oh. he fertilized my lawn. Uh, he wants to put sprinklers in my lawn. We he all wants, need a rich. He wants to fix up my garage. This is crazy. Oh my God. He's doing all the shit for me. I was like, okay, we, man, I love you. Right. Right. All of a sudden rich is your hero. He's my buddy. <laughs> of course he is. So it's like, it freaks you out a little bit when he hears you're a fan, but then you realize that fandom's going to transition into a new garage door, fertilizing the yard, uh, sprinkler system. Friendship. Right, right. You're airtight now with Rich, Richie Rich, <laughs> the neighbor. When he hears uh, this podcast, he's going to hate me. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this podcast, does he? Rich, if you do. Know. I don't know. Hey, listen, he, if you he do. listen to me on Joe Rogan. But that's okay. Yeah. Oh, but this is Kurt Angle, Kurt. You're a fucking star too. You need to quit underselling this show. God damn it. Okay. This is the Kurt fucking angle show, buddy. We're 65,000 hey, subscribers. And I wish I was getting paid a billion dollars to do my podcast. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Well, you need to Kurt start Angle, telling Holy crap. Big show picked up Rikishi. Yeah. Like, like a child. Well, nonetheless, <laughs> that, that is freaking impressive guys. That's something to go back and see. Jimmy Corderas is checking on him because I don't think Rikishi's ever been picked up and put down that hard in his life. Hell no, man. That guy's 450 pounds. Look at the man's buns, dude. I mean, look at Rikishi's <laughs> buns. You, no one knows better what those things smell like than you. Well documented. Oh yeah, he got me good. I already yeah, I mean, that. I'm not going to explain it. Again. No, please don't, because it's 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 one of those Kurt Angle stories we've heard 16 times on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> one, two, three. Rikishi's dead. The guys, <laughs> the guys' ribs are probably snapped from all his weight crushing to the mat like that. I mean, you're talking about a thousand pounds in the ring right now. 
I thought you were going to say they got choke slam Justin Rikishi, but yeah, in the ring total easily. Yeah, uh, yeah. Big Show looks like a badass here. I'm liking the I'm liking the black shirt and the jean. Look at this, Kurt. I too, I like them like this. Oh, this do you think they're giving the big push? Well, this is the way to do it because do you think anybody's manhandled Rikishi like this in his Hell life? No, not like that, and nobody has ever done it again. This was the only time. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I mean, the other big Rikishi flop that I remember is him flopping off the cage that one time into the hay. Yeah, when Undertaker choke slammed him up. Yeah, yeah. But 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 that was more. This was more impressive to me when he just picked him up and put him oh, over his shoulder and slammed him. No, it's crazy. And and Rikishi didn't help him any. He didn't no. give him a boost. It was all Big Show. Thank God his thong didn't snap on that body slam. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. Uh, we're just having fun, guys. This is a blast. Do we want to hear a little Big Show here, or, or could it be too brutal for us? It to would be to nice it? if the fans could hear Big Show just for a little bit. Okay, here we go. <laughs> hey, I'll be right here waiting. Little man. Wow. The Big Show has called out. The WWE oh, champ, Little Man Brock Lesnar. Oh, what the fuck? Out there, it's gonna be the biggest so, mistake yes. you'll ever make. Brock, please just listen to me. Okay. So he, oh, here we go. Wrong. So back from commercial break, Big Show still in the ring, guys. Here we go. And hear me. SmackDown will not continue until you come out here. But maybe you're a little scared after what I did to Undertaker last week. And while we're waiting, let's roll the footage of what I did to the so-called American badass this was last thursday on smackdown the undertaker was ambushed attacked from behind by the seven foot two 500 pound big show and watch the ease at which the big show would toss the undertaker off the stage spine first cole spine first right guys for you not watching it he literally press slammed undertaker over his head off the stage that this was, is how he should have always been billed. And you know what I mean? You're right. He's a giant. You know, he's, he should be unbeatable. You know, the only time he should lose is if he gets DQ'd or someone gets a quick one on him, you know, but they, he should always be like this. This is what you do with a giant. And they're building him for Brock by showing what he did to yes. Taker and now to what he did to Rikishi. Here we go. You know, you know what's crazy? Go ahead. I know what they were doing. They were specifically building up Big Show to yep. have an obstacle for Brock to overcome. Mm -hmm. So this is Big Show's push. This is when That's he's right. going to be champion. But the whole reason is so Brock can fire back and keep making attempts at Big Show until he finally beats him. And yeah, and I mean, a great way to do it. Yeah, show how much of a monster Big Show is, so that when him and Brock get in the ring, it's must see TV. Yes. Let's listen to. I think he's praying right now. Here we go. <laughs> I thought of you, Brock, <laughs> because you are a child. You think you can do anything you want to, but take it from somebody that knows about being the next big thing. When you least suspect it, reality will walk up 
and slap you in the face. And your reality is a seven foot tall, 500 pound giant. Brock, you can't beat me. I know it. These people know it. Even your own manager knows it. Everybody knows it, but you. Kurt, did you know it? Oh, I knew it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you can't beat Paul White. You can't beat a giant. I don't know, and I'm doing this because I'm muting it because YouTube will flag the shit out of us for playing the music. I don't know that there's a more uh, well-created and aligned song start kickoff than Brock Lesnar's for him. Oh, I know. It's badass song, man. <laughs> and it, it just fits him to like a T. It does, it does man. Oh. You get fired up when you hear his music. You do. It's like, and then he comes stomping down to those beats, yep. and you're just like, fuck, here comes the machine. <laughs> here comes the pain. Yeah. And he is just chiseled and looking great here. He does. He looks fantastic. All right. Let's see. Are they going to say words or stare at each other with long? Here we go. It's Brock. Joe, I want to let you know something. I agree with you on one thing. You are a giant. You're a giant piece of. Oh, he would have said shit. Oh, yeah. I'm here for it. <laughs> Nowadays, fans would have started chanting piece of shit, piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. And then Fox would have dumped out of it like every two seconds. And we couldn't hear like half the segment. You're this is That's what they right. do now, dude. I know. I know. It's horrible. I'm like, can we just make this PG 14 so we can be adults and watch wrestling? I'm like, <laughs> oh, this isn't the Disney channel. Advised not to beat your ass until Survivor Series when I take your title. Advised. You know, last week, I did something to Undertaker that's never been done before. And tonight, I'm going to do something to you that's never been done before. There's the music, so we'll dip out so we don't get flagged. Brock is raising the title over his head, the intimidating stare-off. The belt over the shoulder. These are two big badasses, two big bulls. Kurt, uh, we, this shit writes itself with these two guys. Yeah, this is a good showdown. This is a good showdown. Whoa, geez, what happened there? I don't know, but can we rewind? Uh, Tori, Tori Wilson is stretching out for her match. She was spread eagle on the floor. 
<laughs> and here we go, Kurt. It's the chocolate pudding match. And let's see who comes out. They call her Dawn Marie, and she is in a police officer's outfit. Kurt, I got to ask, have you ever been uh, frisked by a police officer that looks like this? <laughs> no, I have not. No. Oh, my You're word. The it was a guy. I was frisked by a guy. That's about it. <laughs> but nothing ever this hot. No, no, nothing like this. Okay, so Days of Thunder was always one of my favorite movies, and Cold Trickle in the movie they played played a prank on him where they yeah pulled, yeah when they frisked them yeah. yeah that's always fun that's yeah. what Dawn Marie just remind me of she's wearing for those just listening fishnet thigh highs uh, a black a pleather skirt um, a blue shirt that starts buttoning at the belly button some <laughs> type of black latex bra nothing that anybody would want to see. Uh, nobody's interested in that type of shit, uh, a police hat. And she came out, dipped her finger in the pie cream and licked it right off. So she's out. We're now seeing a <laughs> ad for tower of power. And, uh, and then we'll see who comes out next. We'll see what's happening. That's so let's listen here to what they have to say, because, uh, I'm starting to stutter and stammer. Oh my God. He's taking off those shoes. I'm giving you a play by play. Jumping the chocolate. I thought you were the color analyst. Yeah, but you know, there's chocolate involved. That's the play by play. And introducing Tori Wilson. Tori looks sort of like a dominatrix Heidi. Looks like a uh, dominatrix Heidi. Who the hell is Heidi? It's a trick or treat match, folks. And I understand that balls count anywhere. Perhaps even on the announce table. Well, we just got back from Finland, so I guess. Yeah, those guys wish falls counted on the announce table. Nice try, Michael Cole. And now she's <laughs> licking the icing off the cake. I have nothing, no idea what this has to do with the match. Them just just dipping their fingers in icing and licking. That's and now pie. we that's pie. Now we have a pie to the face. Hey, <laughs> how would you like a pie to the face here, Kurt? And uh, and we're off and running. <laughs> oh my God, it's getting brutal. Oh, they are oh, in the, nice. they're in the, the they they are in the chocolate milk and it is a cat fight. <laughs> Kurt, have you ever wrestled in chocolate milk or chocolate pudding? No, but I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> That's one trick or treat party Kurt wants to be invited to. Uh, you have to talk to Giovanna and see if she's willing well, to. It would be with my wife, Bob. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm I'm headed right there, Kurt. I'm not trying to get you in trouble. <laughs> You're going to have to talk to, uh, to Giovanna about that. Maybe one day backyard, maybe well, you could have, I don't think she would do it in public. I think it would have to be inside the house. No, TV no, yeah. I have an idea, rich. Okay. Rich, the neighbor, <laughs> once he's done building your fence around the backyard, <laughs> he could then put a pool of chocolate in the backyard. So no one would could see no neighbors, but I think rich is your guy to build everything for you. <laughs> I think Rich would do it. I think he would. But I think he'd want to be able to see it. <laughs> yeah. He'd be sitting on the third floor of his house, just peering out of the window. <laughs> Only Rich could see, but then you and Giovanna could go have a chocolate pudding match. I, I don't know what else to say here. Obviously, we're seeing some thongs. Um, Kurt, where are you at? Granny panties? Um, are you into the boy shorts, thongs, or none at all? Uh, a, B, C, um, or D? I prefer nothing. Okay. Honest. Yeah. Okay. That's how I like my wife. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if she walks in right now, we're both dead. I'm just going to tell you that. Attention all sports enthusiasts and ball game aficionados. It's that magical time of the year when football's in full swing. 
basketball is back, and baseball playoffs have us on the edge of our seats. But speaking of ball games, it's time to talk about the champion of the grooming game. That's right, Manscaped has just launched the Performance Package 5.0 Ultra. It's like having the sixth man on your team, ensuring you stay smooth no matter what sport you're into. So don't strike out on this offer. Head over to manscaped.com and use code ANGLE to get 20% off and free shipping. Trust us with the Performance Package 5.0 Ultra. You'll be the real MVP, both on and off the field. I'll never forget trying to shave my Olympic-sized ball sack with a straight razor. It was an absolute mess. Nicks, cuts, razor burns. It forced my sex life to suffer. And if you know me, that shit doesn't fly in the Angle household. That's where Manscaped has become my new best friend. My nuts are as smooth as silk and loaded for a good time. You see my work with a hose. Trust me, I know how to paint the bedroom walls with an elite level, and you will too with supreme confidence. So stop playing games. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code ANGLE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code ANGLE. We got balls and beard trimmers, mostly balls. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Uh, We have a pinfall and, and Steve, a faithful listener of the Kurt Angle show right now is enjoying every part of what we're talking about right here. Tori just won. She just beat Dawn Marie. It looks like. I didn't even see the finish. Yeah. I mean. Who cares about a finish? Now, let, keep your eye on Tony Chimmel here. All right. Chimmel is grabbed. He's in a three piece suit. Tony Chimmel <laughs> has taken the plunge into the chocolate milk, soaking uh, wet. You know, he got an extra payday for that. I, listen, I was talking to Kyoto last night, and I'm like, ah, me and Kurt are going to watch SmackDown from O2. And I said, it's where Chimmel gets thrown into the chocolate milk. And he's like, oh, Paulie, Chimmel hated that spot, man. He <laughs> hated getting thrown in the chocolate milk or water or whatever this substance is. Chocolate spooge. Yeah. Oh, I mean, come on. A good dive in there, though. He did. He, he took one for the team. Dawn Marie. And Tone and uh, Tori, Ali, it's back to the party. Why not? You're supposed to be my book. I'm going to take you a minute. My book tells here and i think what this party needs is to be injected with a dose of magnitude don't you know that you have a match with matt hardy tonight and you're sitting in here flirting with may and mula <laughs> versions bc have you lost your mind bc before they don't have any attitude and if oh they ever God. did it's definitely dried up by now to jerry i suggest you get ready because you're getting ready to have a attitude adjustment you can't adjustment. do that to my boyfriend boyfriend, <laughs> boyfriend? Whoa. <laughs> don't worry marilyn i'll send him back after he suffers a very unfortunate twist of fate 
Sorry, I have to go. I have much. So don't go. Man, man, sit down. My sit down. Be a lady, please. Would you please sit down? That's oh, so I remember when May kissed Ed's one time. He was so pissed. <laughs> All right, I'm getting there. Hold on, let's watch that. Yeah! Hey, no, girl. Hey, 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 The old man's got a plan, and he's chilling in the building. Did I tell you I'm like light beer? I taste great, and I'm less feeling. What are you trying to tell me? Okay, your dad's in your office, and he wants to see you. My dad? Your dad, Vince McMahon, is in your office, and he wants to see you. Are you sure it was him? He's in your office, and he wants to see you. The crash test dummy in the back of the room is popping me. <laughs> I just want to say something here, Kurt, as we watch, I guess, Matt Hardy, he's coming out, Mattitude and all that. I mean, um, Stephanie McMahon, big fan. You know that I've shared it before. Yes. Yes. You've kissed her, uh, while her dad stared at you over top of your head. Yes. Awkward situation. Yep. Rumor and innuendo is she might not be with Hunter anymore. And I, I, I don't know. All I want to say is this right here, right now, live on the Kurt Angle show. I can make a few different life decisions if that's the case, Stephanie. And if you're interested, okay. <laughs> so I'm just putting that out here live. <laughs> and I'm also open invitation. If you ever want to do a podcast. None better right here than be on the Kurt Angle show with us, Stephanie. And on the Kurt Angle show, that'd be awesome. How cool would it be to have her on and relive some of those Kurt Angle? Be united stuff? after 20 years? That'd yes. Yeah. All right. So here's the open invitation extending to you. We'll talk about what you want. We won't talk about things. I promise to not be creepy. We will have a good time. How's that sound, Kurt? <laughs> you really think she's going to be on our show? <laughs> Hell no, but it was fun to say and talk about. And it's, it's worth asking. I think so too. I think so too. You don't have her yeah, digits on our show. Do you don't have her digits? Do you Kurt? No, I do not have her. digits. I had her old digits, but not, not now. I'm sure that I'm sure she's one of those folks that it constantly changes to, you know, I would imagine, especially since she left the company. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Class act, smart woman. She is personality, uh, oozes. Listen, um, you know what, you know, what's great for, for about her is she has this motherly quality about her. nurture, it's like a nurturer it's almost very nurturing. And yeah, here's about everybody and everything. Just a beautiful individual. And, and I'm, and I like that. And I'm half joking and, and having fun with it because she is very attractive, very funny, love her personality on the show. But I've also heard a lot of great things from you, Mike, Kyoto, oh, who's by the way, a referee in here and, uh, about her ends and Shane. Big fan. Listen, of but, but hey, 
she she can stand up for herself too, man. She, <laughs> you know, she, she doesn't need anybody's help. Trust me. Right, She's a strong you, woman. Yes, if you get in her way, you could get. Yeah, you'll yep. know it. Oh man, but that is so fun. We're going to, the spots with Stephanie aren't over in this SmackDown, by the way, because there's a fun little visit to Vince McMahon's office. That's coming up here in a minute. Oh yes. I remember. <laughs> uh, we got Tajiri in the ring with Matt Hardy. As I said, Kyoto is the referee. One thing I want to mention to you, Kurt, we haven't touched on it yet. It's reported in the observer as we watched this match that you guys had to be exhausted. Uh, let's go through your travel from October 8th on October 8th, you taped SmackDown in Phoenix. You're off until the 14th where you're in London, Ontario, then Toronto for SmackDown TV the next day to Memphis on October 22nd. Then you go to Finland on the 24th, Ireland on the 25th, England on the 26th for the rebellion pay-per-view. Then while still in England on the 27th, before you fly back for this show here on the 29th, my God, you guys had to be completely exhausted, dude. Oh, we were, man. You know, you get very little sleep when you're traveling like that on the road. Uh, it was really brutal. I remember this time. It was a it was a very, very uh, long-ass two weeks. That's how long that tour was. We, uh, and, and, you know, as fans, I don't think we necessarily spent a lot of time thinking about the rigors and the toll and then going out there and expending as much energy you do on all those shows, what it, the toll it takes on the body. Yeah, it is. But I think the fans understand that because the wrestlers do talk about it a lot. You know, yeah. Yeah, I go 300 days a year and I travel to every city every day. So <laughs> they sound like Rick Flair. Yeah. So everybody knows how hard we work. I don't think we need to have to toot it, you know? Uh, let's toot toot. I like to toot <laughs> because buddy, it's not only that. Uh, and my point is not only is it the wear and tear, the exhaustion, but you're also doing a physical job where, oh yeah, wear yeah. And tear especially on the body. when you're someone like Chris Benoit or myself, it's really physical. Yeah. Uh, you know, we give everything we have every second in that ring. You know, we, we treat it as, as if it's a real fight and, you know, we put everything into our matches. We don't, we, ne we don't have a, a second gear. We, we were first gear all the way, all the time. What, uh, as we watch and we're sitting here watching Tajiri versus Matt Hardy Tajiri, we don't talk about him a lot on this show. Go ahead. Most underrated wrestler of all time. Okay. This kid oozed charisma. Okay. He didn't speak English, but you could understand him and you knew by his face was what he meant. He was just, uh, this kid, you know, this is why he did a lot of stuff like the Halloween party. He was a character on the party because they knew that he could make people laugh. That's how Tajiri is. He's very entertaining. Buddy, I remember him first from ECW. They call him the Japanese buzzsaw. I remember, he could, yeah. he was so good, smooth. He was just a, an awesome wrestler. And, uh, and then you got to see this entertainment side of him here, yeah. you know, now he's, now he's got may young's tongue halfway down his throat. You know, WWE brought the entertainment out of him. I yeah. mean, you know, as far as his wrestling, he, he was incredible in the ring. I mean, it, his style his Japanese style was amazing, but his charisma was unbelievable. Kurt, as we watch the match here, we do have some fan questions. I want to start sprinkling some of those in and make sure we get them answered as well. Uh, Brad Stanton, a faithful listener to the Kurt Angle show, ad free show member, by the way, and uh, a big uh, friend of mine. He says, Kurt, do you roll your eyes at this episode or are you entertained by it? No, you know what? It's Halloween. It's, it's, it's a celebration party. You're celebrating Halloween. The wrestlers are doing it. 
and it's to get everybody into the Halloween spirit. So I was into it. I, I liked it. Fernando Diaz has some fun questions, Kurt. He said, did Kurt come to this show dressed up in a costume? If not, then what costume would he have dressed up as if he could choose? So- oh God, I don't know. Uh, not, I, I, I already dressed up as an Olympic gold medalist. So, uh, how about, um, a world champion, <laughs> man, you're Mr. Originality over there. I'm telling you, did you ever dress up as a kid? You know what I could say? What? I didn't dream it. I lived it. <laughs> oh God. Did, did you dress up as anything as a kid growing up? Did you do Halloween as a kid? Let's start there. I, uh, you know what? I, I dressed up as Paul Stanley of kiss one time. Get out. And you know what? I would have won the contest at the school, but I was fucking in an hour late. Cause my mom was doing the makeup and it took her so long to put it on. And I would have won the damn contest the next year. You know what I went in as no, a robot. Okay. My, my family didn't have any, any money. So Jesus. the night before the Halloween day at school, my dad, I was like, dad, we, I don't have a costume. I have to have a costume for tomorrow. So he goes downstairs, grabs a bunch of boxes Puts a big one on the bottom and then a little one, a smaller one on top and even a smaller one on top of that. Tapes them all together, puts holes in the sides, puts it over my head and my arms come out and I'm a robot. <laughs> hey, Kurt, I heard a rumor that when you, first, when you first started the podcast, you dressed up as a robot every week you recorded. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Why I'm just kidding. Hey, do you have any pictures of the Paul Stanley gear? Oh, you know what I do? I, I, I'll, Listen, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Well, no, you need to put that shit on social media on, on Halloween. The problem is I had red hair because it was the only wig we had. Well, I don't care. It's still <laughs> gold. There, I had red. That's gold. It needs to go on social. It'll pop so many of your fans to see you. Oh, my Paul brother Stanley. Eric was Ace Freely. Oh, he very cool. Incredible. He looked better than me. Well, you, you need to, if you can find it and you can take a picture of the picture, uh, you need to get it on social. I will that, post on social media. That would be awesome. Brother. I got to do both of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun for people to see that. Uh, Fernando's not done, Kurt. He said, if both Paulie B and Kurt would go to a Halloween party dressed up, what costumes would they choose for each other? <laughs> I would make you dress up as me, and I would dress up as you. Oh, my God. Well, you'd need a, a padded bodysuit, a, a black ball cap, and just a, and then a Kurt Angle sweatshirt. Me, I would take the hat off. What else would I have to do? I'm not running around the slinglet, bro. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you would have to, man. Oh my god! You know Wear though the gold. Medal. <laughs> the gold medal would be cool. Um, maybe I'll do what you've done recently. You wear like the jacket with like the pants. You know, you yeah, and you had yeah, the gold yeah. medal. Yeah, the Olympic outfit. Yeah. 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 Some, yeah. 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 You're not running out in slinglets anymore. So <laughs> I, I would probably do that. So we would dress up as each other. Um, we could also dress up like twins, like Danny DeVito you know, and all I dress up as you, I get my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you jerk. We could do Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, twins. okay. Okay. Here she comes. Asha, uh, here we go. We got Stephanie and she's going to Vince's office. Here we go. <laughs> Well, if it isn't my little daughter, Stephanie. <laughs> what do you want? Well, since the news of uh, Scott Steiner broke, it appears to me that he's going to be joining Raw. Oh, and what gives you that idea, Vince? <laughs> 
Let's go to side. Okay, she has we're the best looks. <laughs> she has the best everything. Listen, we are talking about this because Eric Bischoff, she got into that. That was way better than you because you got from her, dude. Uh, yes. All right. So what? <laughs> Next time I see that guy, I'm going to hug him. I'm going to shake his hand. I'm going to be like, brother, Kurt and I watched that episode back and sh and her arm collapsed. You you made her numb, prowl. I want to know if Vince was producing it like he produced your kissing segment with her. Hey, I I'm not even going to uh, respond to that. You can't say anything. You're locked up. I love it. Oh, oh that was so much fun now. And here you come, Kurt, dressed up on Halloween like yourself with the uh, European title. It's a nice singlet. Yeah, that is. And you don't have any of them, so I can't even ask that question. I know. Isn't that sad? It is. It, may, it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart. Oh, it hurts your Hall of Fames and charities. It hurts your kid's heart. It hurts everybody. Your Giovanna wants to slap you silly. Hey, if they want to see them, they can go to the Hall of Fames. Or <laughs> want to see daddy sling let's just go to the hall of fame <laughs> hey you tried to travel there for the wwe show and ask him for it and that didn't work <laughs> yeah you're right oh man <sighs> well let's read what Meltzer says here comes eddie and we can't play music and all that stephanie goes into uh vince's office and it's someone in vince's mask the person brags about steiner going to roll and of course it's eric bischoff who kisses stephanie yeah that's an understatement stephanie she doesn't seem to mind it at all because this story is the biggest thing ever he has that in caps except for big show and you all care about this. That's what Meltzer's saying, but, uh, man, what a lead into your match here with Eddie, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a good lead in. I, I don't know if it was good or bad to be honest with you, but, um, I don't know if it peaked right before our, our match or if our something, match I'll tell you what peaked. Okay. It was Eric Bischoff <laughs> that peaked. All right, pal. <laughs> but but hey, hey this card is loaded from an entertainment perspective and wrestling match perspective it's, it has everything show. yeah yeah this is why we're watching it buddy now you're starting to understand why we're watching this stuff this, this, yeah, this i week. thought the halloween show was a shit show but it was actually pretty good <laughs> this is actually really look at you look at you kurt look at the moves and the wrestling How and the amateur I am. oh the fluid you know, like, that's all second nature brother i i didn't even have to think that's just like reaction yeah because that uh, that's a great point man this is like nothing to you this is like sleeping eating yeah you know what the thing is if i really wrestled them for real i would eat them alive <laughs> well there's no doubt about it I'm not bragging no i'm just telling you the truth that's just that's called that's called kurt angle facts is what they're called <laughs> <laughs> you got him in a headlock here. Uh, uh, Meltzer says angle takes him to the mat to start and Eddie dives for the ropes for an early break. Something like a backdrop throws, uh, throw sends Eddie flying and it's time to go outside for a breather. There's something very intimidating about angle crouched down waiting on you to get back inside. 
It's reported here, though, Kurt, and, and, and that's a lot for Meltzer to say that. Something very intimidating about seeing Kurt Angle standing in that ring waiting for you. <laughs> hey, that's a good compliment. I usually don't get many compliments from Meltzer. It sounds pretty yeah, ominous. And uh, it's reported here, though, that you weren't exactly 100%. Kurt, every time we do the show, it says you aren't 100%. Wait a minute, what are you talking about? Look at me. I'm, I'm kicking ass and taking names. What do you mean I'm not 100%? They said, they said, according to the dirt sheet, Dave Meltzer, who Billy Corgan shredded up one side and down the other last show called, Uh, called do you want me to tell you what was wrong? Yeah, go ahead. My peepee was sore. (laughs) (laughs) I had a sore peepee. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kurt, that leads me to my next question. How did you wear out your peepee? Okay. No, it wasn't my PP. It was my groin. Okay. (laughs) It was my groin. I, I, nice transition for my groin. And that's, that's why I'm surprised. I'm actually going full steam right now. I just read to you the travel schedule. You're all over the world. I mean, no wonder your PP sore. I can't imagine the (laughs) tail you were pulling in in 2002. Your Olympic hero was our Olympic hero for a reason. Okay. So yeah, you pulled your groin. No shit. Sherlock. I was in Finland. I was in the England. I was, <laughs> you got kids all over the world. He's international angle. Okay. Whoa. Did you see that suplex right on my head? That God, was dang Eddie, buddy. It's no wonder that you've had such bad neck problems. Every time we watch you're landing on your head. Wow. And that's why we have to watch all the clips, guys. Why do you have so many clips on the Kurt Angle show? The guy's <laughs> fallen on his head 3,000 times. We have to watch clips. He's got to remember what happened. Okay, dipshits? This is from 2002. <laughs> I mean, let, let's be real here. All right, so you got a pool groin. We're not going to get into how that happened. But uh, Eddie's back in. He uses the referee as a distraction to hammer away at you. Uh which earns him a hard running clothesline. Eddie grabs a Saito suplex and it's off to a front face lock. The fans are behind Kurt angle because they don't even appreciate a good Zorro. According to Meltzer, even he, even if he is wearing lime green tights, a, a chin lock flows thing. I told you we were going to have fun this show. Didn't I? You're having too much fun, Paul. I am a chin lock slows things down for a good while. It all started with rich and the chocolate tub in the back of the, in the back of the house, but, uh, the chin lock slows things down for a bit. That's what we're, we're watching here. And, uh, and it's off to a figure four neck lock to keep you on the mat. You're going to reverse this into an ankle lock, but Eddie is right back out of it and hammering away in the corner. And for some reason, Eddie tries a German suplex. And I'm sure you can tell what that means since one isn't enough. It's time to roll. What's that? That was a blown spot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm reading a little Meltzer review here. So good, good shout out. Um, there are going to be some German suplexes here on Guerrero. You're going to deliver because that's what you do. You're a suplex machine. Uh, we're going to see the angle slam, get reversed into a cradle for two, followed by a t- tornado DDT. All this action's about to happen, but man, you two just could do this in your sleep. Couldn't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Eddie and I, this was at the beginning. This was, um, you know, when I first started getting a feel for Eddie and, uh, we had great chemistry from the beginning. You know, it's crazy though. I never thought I worked him as a baby face. I always thought I worked him as a heel, but this okay, is, this is uh different. Yeah. Um, so this is cool for you to see baby face, which is crazy against Eddie. So you're really, uh, this is cool too, because I always like watching clips with you because it's almost like you're rewatching them for the first time. It happened so long ago. 
Yeah, you know what? You forget a few things, and you forget uh, who was babyface, who was heel. Uh, you know, Eddie, what's crazy is Eddie was as great of a babyface as he was. He was much better as a heel. Oh, no you doubt. Know, that guy knew how to get intense and lay into you. Uh, the heat he got, uh, that's that's where he got his name, Latino Heat. He got a lot of heat as a heel, man. Look at this move. Not not good for your neck. <laughs> no, no. It's like, what the fuck, Eddie? You know I have a bad neck. My And that's from, yeah, leaning on you backwards and you're hanging down. Uh, just does not, not a good look for Kurt Angle and his neck. <laughs> no wonder you uh, end up with so many pain pills and things, man, when you go back and watch this stuff, dude. Oh, uh, gosh, it- don't bring me back to that. I won't. We're having too much fun. <laughs> Let's have a fun question though. While we're watching, he's got you in a reverse chin lock, uh, two count Kyle two count. He says, uh, Kurt, have you ever kissed a girl while wearing a mask of her father's face? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, actually, you know what? Um, oh boy. Either did Eric Bischoff. He took the mask off. <laughs> That's true. The mask came off. Cause he wanted to make sure he had full lip lock going on. Yes, he did. He wanted fake lip lock. He wanted the real lip lock. That's right. He didn't want little tongue. He wanted the deep throat. <laughs> hey, he <laughs> might have a little hole in the mouth where he could stick his tongue through. Yeah, but see, who'd want to do that when you have a chance with Stephanie? <laughs> Not this guy. I'll tell you that right now. Good for you, Eric Bischoff. <laughs> Look at Brian. that. Brian. Up in the knot. Yeah, again at the neck. Yep. Yep. He's working my neck. Yep. You're choking out. You're, he's trying to choke you out, tugging the ropes like a heel. And Kurt, yeah, you're full baby face here. Bryant Haremza says, this was one of your first matches with Eddie Guerrero. Could you sense the chemistry that you guys had at this early point? Or did that come later after working together more? Great question. You know what? This is one of the first times I worked with Eddie. And from apparently, we had great chemistry from the get-go. I mean, you know, the thing is, Eddie wasn't the kind of guy that earlier in the day, if you never wrestled him, he didn't want to get in the ring and roll around with you. He just wanted to get in there when the show started and do his thing. And what's amazing about Eddie is I never seen him have bad chemistry with anybody. Yeah. He's, he's one of those guys uh, similar to you though, Kurt, who can get in there. And once you lock horns with you, him, it's usually pretty damn good. No, no matter who's on the other side of the ring. Yep. You're absolutely right. Uh, we have some more Eddie questions, which this is perfect time. Drew Landry, uh, our pal says, where does Eddie rank in your list of performers to work with? I thought your WrestleMania 20 match with him was great. And the finish was amazing. Thank you so much. So ranking Eddie, where does he fall on your list? Kurt top three. Uh, I don't know without order, but Benoit, Shawn Michaels and Eddie Guerrero, three favorites to work with without a doubt, all three of them. And you know, what's crazy is they were all smaller. They, they weren't big guys, you know, they, they weren't supposed to excel in, in professional wrestling because of how size mattered back then. But these guys did it. Eddie was five foot eight. Chris Benoit was five foot eight. Shawn Michaels was a little taller. He was six foot, but he weighed about 190 pounds. But these guys were undersized and they were still one of the best. You, uh, you're both down here. I'm going to go back to some more Meltzer notes on this match. He said, Eddie can't keep the El Paso lasso on for very long as angle reverses into the ankle lock. That doesn't work either. As Eddie gets in a low blow followed by the brain buster, Eddie takes too long going up though, allowing angle to shove the referee into the corner to crotch him down. 
cue Chavo for a failed interference, but Benoit comes in with a belt. Also, this this stuff's about all to go down. Benoit's going to come in and a belt to your head, allowing the frog splash to give Eddie the pin. Benoit hits Eddie with the belt as well. So here we go, buddy. We're going to see a fun ending. Let's listen to some of this match here. A big clothesline to Eddie. And another one to Eddie Guerrero. Third angle, hovering over Eddie Guerrero, standing over Eddie Guerrero. Body drop. And Kurt Angle stunking his opponent. Locks in the arm around the waist of Guerrero. Elbows to the side of the head. Guerrero blocking that German. Oh, man. Nice belly to belly. Come on. Kurt Angle into the cover. Hook of the leg at Guerrero, who gets his foot on the bottom rope. Look at that, look at that, man. Keeps his foot on the ropes. Eddie Guerrero knows where he is in that ring at all times. A lot of think Kurt Angles know where he is for much of this matchup. He's been in la-la land after that first suplex. Angle went across the ring. Eddie with a shot to the midsection. And Kurt Angle, all behind, is all behind. Oh, a German suplex to Eddie Guerrero. And Angle keeps the hands locked in around the waist of Eddie Guerrero. Kurt Angle's always, always a suplex away from turning the match around. There's two, maybe we'll three. See. You're doing these Germans. Do you ever have conversations with guys like, hey, come on, we got we got two more. We got one more. <laughs> you know what you can do? You could say, hey, we're not going to do three. We'll just do one. Or we could say, hey, we're not going to do three. We're going to do ten. So, you know, you can communicate at this point in time. And you don't know how many you're going to do. So you leave that option open while the match. So if you need more time in your match or you have more time to kill, go ahead and do the ten Germans. Oh, my uh, God. Do you ever have a wrestler look, uh, whisper back and say, Hey, I can't do that many. Ah, uh, not that I've wrestled, but uh, okay. then again, I'm deaf in my left ear. So holy <laughs> I shit. I might not be able to hear. And the pride probably is like, I, I can't say no. I'm just going to just keep going. But that's got, that takes a lot of energy. It looks like out of both it guys. Does. It takes a lot out of you taking those Germans. Yeah. You're, you're, you're losing your win. Yeah. Yeah, you're going one right after the other, after the other. Oh. You said 10. That sounds like a fucking workout if I ever heard it. And why hit me with 10, and I was sore for two weeks, man. It's <sighs> crazy. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of work for both performers. Eddie slapping his chest, tying up your feet here. And uh, and here we go. We'll listen a little bit more here. Paso from El Paso right here. This is submission maneuver. Eddie Guerrero has it locked in. Will Kurt Angle tap out to Eddie Guerrero? Get an ankle right there. What a matchup here on SmackDown. A tremendous matchup between two great competitors. Eddie Guerrero bumped the referee in and delivered a blatant low blow. Oh, we see Matt Hardy doing the matter. Listen, here's one thing I want to bring up here while we're watching this, and that is this is the SmackDown 6 era. We've talked about it before. It's Paul Heyman. He's behind a lot of what we're seeing here on TV, and there's just a lot of good wrestling on the on this show. You know what? SmackDown 6 is what started the whole idea of SmackDown being a wrestling show. Uh, Raw was more of the storyline-driven show. And SmackDown became the wrestling show because of the SmackDown 6. And Paul Heyman was brilliant. He's the one that pieced it together. He knew all of us would have incredible chemistry with each other, and we did. And uh, we were able to make the show a true wrestling show. 
Yeah, without a doubt. And, it, and it's never more obvious than watching this episode through. Obviously, there's still a lot of entertainment and stuff as we see Shava come down to here, get involved. We'll go back to the audio. Oh, now here's Benoit smacking you with the title. But yeah, you can just see from match to match to match. Well, maybe outside the, the chocolate, you know, milk match or whatever we'll call it. <laughs> right. uh, but a lot of great wrestling here. Eddie gets the win. Let's go to the official announcement. Here's your winner. The toothless aggression. Hey, like a big idiot. I referred to your title before as European, but you guys are tag champs here. That was your tag team championship belt. You were yes. Wearing. And why we hate each other. I have no idea, but you know, we were champions and we still couldn't stand each other. You know what? I, I don't know. I, I, I've always, I think it's because Vince McMahon wanted to always leave it, leave it open that him and I could have a match whenever he wanted us to have a match. I got you. So there was always an ongoing program between us. And I think that's what Vince McMahon was doing was keeping the program alive all the time. Cause whenever he had to have that go-to match, bang, angle Benoit, let's do it. Angle Benoit in a cage, angle Benoit, uh, in an Ironman match. Like it was ridiculous. I worked Chris so many times more than anybody else in the business. Mm. He loved us working together. Well, I, and you can see why it's like the top two. It's like the, I don't want to say HBK, Bret Hart, it never, you know, that was a mat, but again, the intensity and obviously the, the issues between each other were different, but, oh, here we go. We're back, but great wrestling. All right, here we go. Here comes dad. I just got my head taken off by my freaking own belt, by my freaking own tag That's real big. Oh, having a great time. Great costume. No, no, no. Everybody, live it up. Live it up. Have a good time. Nobody goes anywhere till I find Benoit. You stay here. No. Stay right here. Benoit! Get in here. Get in here. Benoit! Shut your mouth. Benoit! Oh, that's a real good one, Benoit. Really funny. Like, I've never seen that one before. You think you're so smart. Why don't you face me man to man? Huh? I love you. <laughs> hey! Benoit from behind! Benoit Angle! Bobbing <laughs> for apples. Party begins! funny about this, these two men are the tag team champions, and they can beat the hell out of each other because this is in the confines of a tag team matchup. Oh, jeez, oh, oh, a Man! Crossface now! Oh, look at the crossface. These men are tag team champions together, and they're beating the hell out of each other. Angle with the ankle lock, ankle lock! Come on, baby! Come on, This personal animosity is exploding between these two. 
Was out. I think Angle got hit in the head with a bottle of size. See, something hit his head. The tag team champions have destroyed each other. Yeah, you destroyed each other, dude. <laughs> That's crazy, man. You know what? We I'm surprised we didn't get hurt. <laughs> yeah, I, no, without a doubt. Did you see the bar stool shot that you took? Yeah, yeah. Crazy, man. We should have gotten hurt. The reason we want you to show you're all through it from the start of the match. When you came down to interrupt that match, then you're dressed up as as, as the guy from uh, scream or whatever, the, the, the hero there, then you're in the match. Now here you are acting like, you know, mean grandpa yelling at everybody about the party. You're getting your ass kicked everywhere. You're bobbing for apples at one point. <laughs> Is that the last time you can recall bobbing for apples? Yes, yes. I never bob for apples any other time. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. There's the bottle that smashed you in the head. <laughs> they had to do the close up. I love it. Fine glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Um, that's what great. happens when you're the MVP of the show. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh man, you're this on is the whole show. You're the whole effing show, Kurt Angle. Uh, he is the definition on this one of the whole effing show. This is the final match, Kurt. We made it. I know you're sitting there like my ass is sore and I need to get up. This yeah, is a I long guard of wrestling practice at 6 30. <laughs> okay, we'll be done by then. I promise you that. Before Giovanna runs in and smacks well, the headphones up. Believe it or not. Oh wow. Okay, so we're up against it. Let's let's go booyaka booyaka six one nine. All right, here we go. <laughs> So, uh, Kurt, we're going to wrap it up here with Ray Mysterio and Brock Lesnar. You got to go here in about six minutes. Uh, let's see. What do we do here? Uh, well, let's watch it for a little bit and then I'll ask you a question. We, and we can we go another five minutes. I'll, I'll just have her go late. Okay. All right. Nah, that's cool. Hey, listen, Kurt Angle show fans. Did you just hear the dedication? <laughs> His daughter's going to be late to practice for all of you so that we can watch SmackDown together. Here comes Brock Lesnar. you guys five extra minutes. <laughs> Brock Lesnar bouncing around like only he can. The vanilla gorilla, and he was ready to come out and beat the shit out of Rey Mysterio. And he does. Yeah. <laughs> Non-title match here. Meltzer says Rey starts a chase early on and drops a leg across Brock's back as he gets inside. I'm going to read the synopsis. Roll up easily blocked. Ray heads outside again, this time faking Brock out by hiding behind the steps. Ray gets a drop kick in, but gets thrown into the post to put Brock in control for the first time. Can you imagine Brock Lesnar throwing little Ray Mysterio into a post? It's got to be like throwing oh, darts. Imagine that. <laughs> back in, we hit an over, over the shoulder uh, backbreaker, followed by a release overhead belly to belly. Lesnar misses a charge into the post, takes a 619 to the ribs. But here comes Big Show. That's what's going to happen here at the end of this one, Kurt. And uh, he throws Ray into the crowd for a disqualification. Big Show is going to toss Ray Mysterio into the crowd at the end of this one. Really? Ray Mysterio? Well, yeah, he's going to be thrown like a child into the crowd. So we're going to watch that. Like, is it like pretty brutal? I don't know. We might just scan forward a little bit here so that we can see that. But I mean, listen, you want to talk about guys making guys look like monsters. WWE is doing it the right way with both Big Show and Brock. Oh, yeah. You know what? I really feel badly for Ray Mysterio, though. 
I mean, that kid got his ass kicked so many times. I know, man. And to still be doing it, that's what blows yeah. my mind. Yeah, you know what? You know what he told me? He does yoga. Really? Hey, that's a big it's thing. Stem cell treatment, believe it or not. Stem cell treatment. Have you ever tried that? Considered it? I didn't work. Really? Yeah. Hey, I saw you getting your body jacked around by that, you know, the doctor that came out to your yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a lot of fun. But did it make a difference? Could you tell? Um, you? you know what? Yeah, yeah, it did. He 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 did like a lot of massage therapy. Muscle he didn't therapy. crack anything because I can't have anything cracked. Cause I had back surgery. I had neck surgery. I uh, can't really crack any bones. Everything's been surgeried. He did a lot of just uh, massage. You know, I noticed when he was rotating your arm as we're watching Ray, who's going to need 16 surgeries after this match, <laughs> when he was rotating your shoulder, he said, I hear crackle crackling going on. In that yeah. Arm. That's the one I need the replacement with. Yeah. A uh, full replacement. Yep. I went to the doctor yesterday and now he wants me to wait until after I do my movie. And, uh, Oh, and breaking so news here. I wanted, to, I wanted to do the surgery before I did the movie. And he said, you can't because you're going to be out a whole year. <sighs> oh, and he said, and plus, if you end up injuring it in the movie after the surgery, then you did the surgery for nothing. All right. So well, do the movie I, first and do the surgery. second. Tell us about the movie. You spilled the beans. What movie? Uh, it's called the ranch. It's uh, a director. It's produced by Michael Tadros jr. Okay. Uh, it's going to star Randy Couture and I. Oh, nice. Uh, I play the scumbag brother. <laughs> Perfect for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, Michael Tadros is a pretty big deal in Hollywood. And uh, this is a really cool movie to be a part of. Oh, that's cool. So uh, any idea when filming starts or when you got to start doing stuff for it? No, they, they didn't say they're waiting on me. I, I had to decide not to have the surgery or if I was going to have the surgery. Okay. So I told them yesterday. You know, let's do this whenever you're ready. So I know that there's a strike going on right now. So yeah. I'm not sure if they can do anything right now. Well, buddy, that's exciting uh, news. Yeah, Brock just tossing him like a child. As I said, Kyoto constant Kyoto's constantly running around checking on him. <laughs> um, so Kurt uh, is gonna hold off on shoulder surgery, breaking news here on the Kurt Angle show, so that he can do a movie called The Ranch with Randy Couture, more information. We'll promote the shit out of it when that, uh, it, when we hear more about it, but that's exciting. You know what he said? He also said, the doctor said, you're not going to hurt any worse. So don't worry about doing the movie. You'll be fine. Okay. And if they need to for stunts or something, I'm sure they'll figure out like guys that can do that for you. Double. Yeah. I'm going to have a double there. I, I want to do most of my stunts, but I'll have somebody there that's going to do the extreme stunts. Okay. Wow. Nice. Get your popcorn ready, kids. Kurt's coming to the big screen once again. <laughs> 619 attempt by oh, Ray. Right into the gut. Right in the ding ding. This match is about over here as I look at the uh, time. So we're doing good. Let's ask one more, a couple more fan questions as we watch this so we can get them all in here. Thomas Ray Ellingberg, uh, who is on Twitter, and he he does a lot of great tweets about you, Kurt, and a lot of. Uh, a recent, recent follower of mine and I follow him and, uh, oh, there it is. The tossing of the crowd. There's the DQ. Isn't that like a lawsuit waiting to happen? You would think. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He said, how hard was it for everyone not to break character when Cena started rapping? That's the biggest question I've always wondered. Like you guys all just kind of sit there and watch yeah, him do his thing. Everybody was like, holy shit. You were rap. more in all. Yeah. No, nobody, nobody was like laughing. It was like. 
this guy has something here. I'm everybody's a little jealous to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. You look at it differently. Cause you're like, he's like a guy also looking for his spotlight and shit. He's blowing it out the, you know, he's crushing it. Definitely. Yes. Yes. Big show with the big power slam or the choke slam. Should I say through the announce table, it's all things big show and, uh, and Brock here at the end. Barry MK, what was the party like off camera, Kirk? Did you guys get to enjoy things or was it all business the night of this big Halloween party? Well, for me, it was all business because I was on throughout the whole damn show. You were the <laughs> MVP. Most everybody, yeah, it was a good time to relax and chill. Everybody was having a good time. Well, not only that, you like you said, when we talked about you were coming off of a crazy schedule. Yeah. yeah. I was tired. I was exhausted. So it was kind of hard to probably get in the super festive mood. Um. Yeah, especially when you're doing that much stuff during the show. I mean, I was on probably, what, five times? Yeah. Kurt, what's your favorite candy on Halloween as we close this match down right now? My favorite candy is a Clark bar. Really? Yep. You know what? I hated them as a kid. I used to get pissed. I'd be like, who the fuck gives me a Clark bar? I'd, I'd have like 20 of them in my bag. I'd be like, who wants my Clark bars? Now I love them. What's number two? Snickers. Okay. Snickers. I like, I'm, I'm right. I'm with you right there guys. Listen, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We had a ton of fun rewatching Halloween. We hope you enjoy your Halloween. If you celebrate and, uh, you know, that Mike Myers doesn't, doesn't get you. And I'm a big Mike Myers fan, by the way. The, the <laughs> Halloween movies. Yeah, I know. Uh, remember check out all Kurt's past top impact moments at impactwrestling.com forward slash packages, sign up with code Kurt. And, uh, and we will appreciate it. Kurt, big news. Impact is going back to TNA. Yes. Yes. What do you think about that? Um, I think it's a great idea. I mean, that that's what the fans were into back then. And, and, you know, it gives them a feel that they're coming back, you know, like the, the old school TNA is coming back and I love that. Yeah. Hey, that was, you were associated during the heyday of TNA. So there you go. Well, Hey, check that out. Also ad free shows, top guy rumble, Royal rumble weekend, Kurt, the first ever top guy rumble event from ad free shows. It's going to be in Tampa Bay during Royal rumble weekend, dude, Conrad, Eric Bischoff. There's going to be some fun surprise guests. <laughs> Other top guy members are going to come together January 26th, 27th at the beautiful Madeira beach, right on the water, Royal rumble watch party. And you listening to my voice right now, you might not be a member right this second, but you can still be a part of it. If you become a top guy member before month's end, that's right. The end of October. So you only have just a few short days. You could be eligible. You will be eligible to join us in January for a weekend full of wrestling panels, fellowshipping, as Conrad says, with your favorite podcast hosts and fellow ad-free members. So go sign up at adfreeshows.com right now and be a part of Top Guy Rumble. Man, Kurt, that sounds awesome. Uh, guys, listen, if your business targets 25 to 54-year-old men, no better place than to advertise than right here on the Kurt Angle Show. Uh, you've heard us do a lot of ad reads, and that's because it works. So check out advertisewithangle.com right now. Find out more about how you can advertise right here on the Kurt Angle Show. That's advertisewithangle.com. Kurt, we broke 65 
thousand subscribers and we're continuing on, uh, on our goal to a hundred thousand soon. And we're going to get there. And, uh, so check us out on YouTube. It's youtube.com forward slash the angle pod subscribe, turn on notifications, likes comments. I've been checking out your comments and yes, I know my audio sucked last week. Kurt, could you tell how bad my audio was last week? No, I couldn't, but there was a computer setting. There was a computer setting. Uh, I had a, a computer update and my mic setting got blown out of the water. I didn't check it. I was an idiot before the show. Didn't know it. Did the whole Billy episode. And after the show, I checked the recording and my audio was at a hundred. So it was, uh, I had to fix it. It's louder it just, than everybody else's. It was bad, bud. I was so, <laughs> so disappointed. And I saw the YouTube. Especially channel. having Billy Corgan. <laughs> oh God. I, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm, it's still painful, but corrected this week. Love you guys. Thank you for your support on YouTube. Follow us all. Now, Kurt, let's talk about you because this is the Kurt Angle Show. You have some cool stuff that you want to talk about. Let's start with Smart Snacks. All right. We got our Smart Snacks Crispy Protein Bites. The ones uh, that we have chicken protein, we have plant protein, and we also have whey protein. There are 11 different delicious flavors. You're going to love all of them. This one right here is sriracha. I think Paul has cheese pizza. Uh, they're all incredible. You'll love all of them. They're high protein, low carbohydrate. You can get them at physicallyfit.com. That's physicallyfit.com. You're going to love them. Uh, I use them every day in my diet. Use code ANGLEPOD, right, for 20% off on your order. And yes, so check and that out. If you a lifetime member, you get 20% off it. You can sign up on the website at physicallyfit.com, become a lifetime member, and have 20% off the rest of your life. Talk about Project One Nutrition and that delicious cookies and cream, baby. Boy, you're really an agony tonight. I am. You're <laughs> like Project One, uh, American Dreams Cookies and Cream Protein. It's Kurt Angle's version. Uh, cookies and cream, because I love cookies and milk. It's the best tasting protein on the market. You're going to absolutely love it. High protein, very low carbohydrate. Go to physically or go to projectonenutrition.com to get to order the Kurt Angle protein. Hey, buddy, this is your shit that you want to shill. Okay. So, you know, I'm going to nag you. Cookies and cream, Project One Nutrition. Check it out. Also, KurtAnglebrand.com for the Kurt Angle lover in your life. And you're going to get t shirts, cowboy hats, autographed uh, pictures, cameo videos. Kurt, what are they going to get there? Birthday cards and the whole ball of wax. That's the line, buddy. Yes. That's the line, the whole ball of wax. And uh, listen, we appreciate your support. Do we have to talk anything about uh, your other sponsor that you sometimes? Nope, not tonight. We're good. Okay. Well, listen, guys, check out Box of Gimmicks and get yourself a sweatshirt just like I'm wearing. Sounds like I have one stuffed in my mouth. You can get a sweatshirt there, box of gimmicks. It's getting cooler. And uh, you can check out some of the new stuff that Dom's doing. Boxagimmicks.com. Kurt, thank you so much for doing this show with me. Please apologize to Giovanna and your beautiful daughter. I'm so sorry for them being tardy to the practice. <laughs> it's not your fart, Paul. All right. It's not my fart. Okay. Oh, oh with that. <laughs> He said fart. On behalf of the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle, this is Paul Bromwell. And God, what a fun time we've had this week. We'll be back next week for another episode of The Kurt Angle Show. Farts and all. <laughs>John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, 
It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? Yeah, how many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.